0: Day, an amazing Black Friday. It is well, it's Black Friday. It's the day after Thanksgiving, and I hope you had an awesome Thanksgiving, and um, and you have a great uh, rest of the weekend planned. Hopefully, you're spending time with family, and obviously, it looks a little different. I'm sure than uh, than depending on where you live. Obviously, uh, some some things are going to look a lot more normal, and some things are not. Um, but I know. Uh, uh, I've never gone Black Friday shopping for like liabilities. Let's say, like I, I haven't like gone and like bought out, got bought clothes and TVs and things like that. But um, my actually my family really enjoys, uh, really does enjoy shopping. Like it's something that they just like to do. So I've actually gone out uh, quite a few times on Black Friday just to like kind of go hang out with them and um, and things like that. And that's always kind of been fun. Um, but this year, I imagine. Again, depending on where you live, might look a little different. Maybe people are going out. Maybe people are not. Um, Black Friday for me has always been uh, a time where you know I'm. I don't know. This is this might be embarrassing. This might not be. I'm not sure. But um, I remember like my second year in network marketing, um, Black Friday. I actually wanted to go out and buy like things, like a TV and stuff like that. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. Um, but I remember going out, and I actually went out and did a cold contacting, um, like contest with my team, my little team. So I had, like a little team of like ten people. And I remember we literally all went out to the busiest mall in Chicagoland. It's actually one of the busiest malls in the country. It's called Woodfield Mall, and uh, it's in Schaumburg, Illinois. And I remember we all went there Black Friday. And we literally went and like would split up for like an hour or two, and then come back and meet up and like kind of share our war stories <laughs> about cold contacting people. I remember being there for hours. Um, I don't remember what ever came out of it. Um, I do remember like needing to kind of like work my cur- like work my courage up because I was still somewhat new to cold contacting. I think at that point. So like I had a. I was okay at it, but, you know, I mean, you know how it is, right? So I just wasn't fully warmed up, and I remember kind of, like, walking around for hours, like, not really doing anything, just, like, you know, trying to start conversations, but not actually getting anywhere, and then I would eventually get warmed up, and I would start to kind of, like, make some stuff happen, and oh, my gosh, I just can't believe, like, that's literally what I did for my my second black Friday in network marketing is I went to the mall with 10 people on my team and we literally had a contest to see how many people we could freezing cold contact at Woodfield mall as it was like the busiest day of the year. Crazy. Um, actually my, my first two successful cold contacts was at that mall in Woodfield mall. Um, like my third month in business, I ran out of my list and like my kind of like my teammates started to fizzle. So I like needed to start finding more people and my my upline told me to go meet people, and um, I literally went out to the Woodf- to Woodfield Mall before a hotel meeting, um, and I met two people, um, and uh, they both ended up being guests <laughs> at my hotel meeting the next week, which is totally wild. So people thought I was like magical <laughs> because honestly it was just luck. Like I don't know I don't know how I got two out of two to come to the next meeting I, I, from a mall, my first two ever. Um, but I remember the first one was an employee at a shoe store and the second one I don't remember where I met her, but I met her somewhere at the mall. And maybe she worked there, maybe she was just a customer like me. Well, I wasn't a customer, I was a stalker. Um, maybe she was a customer and I was stalking. Um, but uh, I remember they both came to the info session, uh that's so what we called the hotel meetings, and um and uh I don't remember if either of them got sponsored or not. I don't think so. Um, but I do remember people thinking I was like really, really fancy because I – like my first, you know, this this new fairly new guy, you know, like because cold contacting is hard and they I was like getting quote-unquote results uh, as far as getting guests out super fast. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, that kind of like leads me into what I wanted to just chat with you about briefly right now. I actually had a different topic altogether, but I think with – Today's day and age, um, this is a really good time to talk about this um, with COVID and stuff like that. You know, COVID has, of course, uh, changed many of our lives um, in some fashion. Uh, this is the first time that some kind of uh, public policy of some kind has really, I felt, impacted me, um, not necessarily from a financial or business standpoint, um, which I'm very grateful for. So thank you, Lord. Um, you know, in fact, this is our best year we've ever had. Um More so from, like, uh, like I've never really felt affected by something that's, like, a policy that's happened, right? It's, like, if you just kind of ignore enough of the bull crap that's going on. Because, by the way, the media is loads of crap. Um, You know, if you want to dig into that, you can. But I just, the more you kind of stay away from it, generally, the better off you can do. And so, you know, I've never really felt that affected by public policy that's happened in the country. This is the first time I've really felt like it, you know, like... um, You know, like when you're going out and stuff, like, you know, there's people that everyone's got a mask on, right? That that changes things. You know, certain places I like to go, like they would, they closed it down for months. You know, that's, that's a big change. Now, I'm not trying to get into the, the COVID discussion right now. I'm just trying to get into the discussion about like what this has changed for us. And if there's one thing that we all know is like, there is a big percentage of people that feels uncomfortable with meeting in person, right? I think we can all agree to that. Whether or not you're one of them is irrelevant right now, but there's a big group of people that feel that way. And that means that a lot of traditional network marketing tactics, like they were already dead, but like that was just like the final blow, right? The, the absolute nail in the coffin. Um, and I remember when COVID first started, um, I remember talking to a few uh, network marketers who were like held, holding on for dear life to the old school tactics. And they were telling me like how they have adapted and they've gone online. And, you know, like basically they thought they were doing what we do. <laughs> and I was like, I knew that they weren't, of course. Um, but I was just like, oh, yeah, please do tell. And essentially what I found out is they're they're simply just inviting people in their networks or they're like cold contacting online. Essentially, they're joining Facebook groups, you know, uh, quote unquote, adding value, basically not really doing anything. And then like trying to get someone from the Facebook group to come and view a Zoom meeting or some type of presentation. Like that is their adaptation into the future. So they're like, they're still hitting their friends and family. It's still basically cold contacting just on the internet. And then they're getting people to view like an online version of a hotel meeting, which is like a Zoom meeting. And... Like That is their foray into the future of network marketing. I'm like, dude, that is that is, like, that is one hair above what you were doing before. And I know that if you're listening to this, you know that, and you're like, yeah, I don't want to do that. Um, the main issue with that, now in my opinion, that's better than hotel meetings, just an FYI. If I was forced to do one or the other, I would choose stalking people online and putting them into Zoom meetings. But the main issue with it is a fewfold. Uh, the first one is that it's, it's, it's limited to your time again. So once again, you have to spend 80% of your time prospecting to get enough people into your Zoom meeting to make it worth it, which is a huge waste of time. Once We've talked about this a million times. You, know, you can automate your leadership or your recruiting. You can't automate leadership, so you have to automate your recruiting. Um, so that's the major, major problem right there. Right? the The most low level skill, which is hunting people down, is taking up the majority of their time. So contrast that with, with rebels. We have hundreds or thousands of people reaching out to us coming to us automatically to apply to join our business to apply to view our presentations right? Total, total flip. I don't have to work any harder. If I want to have a hundred people come to me or 10,000 people come to me, I don't have to work any harder. I literally just scale up my ads. The second piece of this is um, the money up front. Okay. So um, let's say you spend 10 hours to get 10 guests to your zoom meeting and you recruit one of them, 10% close rate. Then you might recruit more. It doesn't matter. That's just sake of math. It takes you 10 hours to recruit one person. Well, let's say, how much do you make for that recruit? You know, the average person makes between zero and a hundred bucks. So a hundred dollars for 10 hours of work, that's $10 an hour. And we know the success rate of our downline. Like, is that really worth it? Maybe, maybe not. I don't think so. Personally, Um, I want to be more rewarded for my front end labor and, and get the residual on the back end. I want my cake and I want to eat it too, which is possible. (coughs) So... Rather than that, I want to again do things the rebels way and I want to make three, four, five hundred, maybe even a thousand dollars for each new recruit that I bring to the table right on day one because that's going to pay me for my recruiting efforts. It's going to incentivize me to do a better job with my recruits, get them started better, and serve them more long term because I can actually feed my family. Right? This is basic business. You know, the the only reason that the products that you have in your life, not your MLM products, just any product in your life the only reason that it's quality is because someone's making a profit. You have to make a profit in your business. If you don't, you're not going to do a good job. And your team will eventually fall away because they need a profit too. So you can see how the adaptation, quote unquote, that most network marketers have, had done, have done in response to COVID is literally just old school stuff on the internet. Um, which means nothing. Um, I want my cake. I want to eat it too. I want hundreds of thousands of people coming to me. I don't want to be reaching out to them personally. I want them coming to me. If I have a conversation with them, I want them to be qualified, interested, and already have all the info. And I want to make uh, a good return on my investment with them right up front, in addition to the passive income that I'll make on the back end. Um... One of the greatest lessons that I've ever learned in business, I will tell you the story another time, just for sake of time purposes, was from one of my sales managers at a car dealership. He basically taught me that you have to make a profit always. Always have to make a profit. Now, do we always make a profit? No. We do testing. Um, I put We put a ton of resources. I would imagine like revenue to reinvestment category, we probably reinvest more than the vast majority of any educator out there, into our products, into our services. Um, But you have to make a profit. If you don't make a profit, you will go out of business. That's obvious. If you don't make a profit, you won't be able to support yourself financially. And you'll have to be doing something else to Pay for your life, and just an FYI, if you're doing something else to pay for your life, whatever wherever you're working, the business owner of that business that you're working at has to make a profit to pay you. So, someone has to take up the mantle of producing a profit so that we can all survive. So the lesson is make a profit. Okay, it doesn't have to be. I don't agree with making like gargant like you know like people that sell like fifty thousand dollar coaching packages like to complete random people on the street. I don't personally agree with that. Um, so like, we don't do that kind of stuff, right? But we do have to make a healthy enough profit to reinvest in our business for testing to make a better service and product for you and your team as it grows. And two, enough so that we don't have to, you know, think about like, oh, where's, where's rebels getting its money? You know, is do I have to take it out of my son's retirement fund to do this? Like, obviously, we have to make profits. So that that's not the case. And I want you to do all that, right? I want you to have unlimited people coming to you. I want you to make an upfront profit when people get registered on your team. I want you to go with the grain of business. And you've already gone against the grain by starting your own business. Now I want you to go with the grain of the marketplace. Going against the grain to start a business is the right thing to do. Going against the grain in the marketplace is the wrong thing to do. You keep going against the grain in the marketplace and it will keep on slapping you in the face by not giving you profit and growth, You have to, and when I say going with the marketplace, what I mean is you have to give people information the way they want to consume it. The reason Facebook and YouTube and Instagram are so popular is because people want to consume those things. So you be there, right? In a way that works. And when you can do that, people will flood to you, literally flood to you. I'm not kidding. I don't don't joke around when I say I can't handle all the prospects that we get. It is impossible it is not even remotely close to possible in fact i've hired a full time guy to handle my own personal prospects full time that's all he does just handle those the, the, the and and he can't even keep up with them either and that's on top of people that would automatically enroll in things like that so i want that for you and uh, that's what we do with mlm members i want you to become the top earner in your company i want you to showcase what this industry can do when you treat it like a real company. And I want you to get this message out there because when you do, the whole the whole vibe of the entire industry increases and we all win. We all get better. We all reap the rewards of that because the public's perception raises, right? So anyway, um, let's step into the new future together. Uh, as we should with something that works. All right, now obviously at this point, you know um, there is a Black Friday promotion that we've got going on and I'm not going to uh, spend 500 years talking about it right now because if you want to learn more about it, you can go uh, to blackfridaymlm.com and learn more about it. Um, But I do want to tell you this. If you want some of the stuff I just talked about, you want unlimited people coming to you at scale, you want to make a profit on all of your recruits, you want people to even enroll automatically, you want to automate a lot of your duplication, this is for you. I want you to learn more about this. I know the only reason that you wouldn't have uh, applied to work with us at a closer level for your company, by the way, the only reason you wouldn't have done that is because you don't fully know that this can work for you. And so um, with that being said, we uh, developed a brand new, it's never been seen before, online event, an online web class for Black Friday. Um, it's literally brand new, not a single slide uh, well, maybe not. Maybe I've reused a slide, <laughs> but um, there was entirely new, brand spanking new web class for you, showing you exactly how you can do this for your company. All right. And then on that web class, if you want to partner together at a closer level, you can apply to work with us at a closer level to do this for your company. Um, it's not an automatic approval, but you can apply and you'll get on the phone with one of my strategists. Obviously, you have to do this fairly quickly. This is all for the Black Friday weekend, right? So you have to do this pretty quick, apply and get on the phone with that strategist before the Black Friday weekend is over. And if you're approved and you agree that it's a good fit for you with them, you can move forward and it's the lowest investment amount we've ever offered. In fact, it's actually, it's just, I think it's just under 50. It's like 49.5% off. It's like 50% off of what we sell this for on a day-to-day basis. So like, not like fake value, like, oh, this is valued... 20 grand but we actually sell it for one like not that's not true like this is what it's 50% off what we actually sell it for on a day-to-day basis Um, but again go to the web class make sure you absorb all the information and then if you want to partner together closer level you can apply to do so and uh, get on the phone of that strategist and do it ASAP and then move forward if it makes sense okay so again that's blackfridaymlm.com If you're already a part of one of our programs in some capacity, obviously, you know that. (laughs) You can also go to blackfridaymlm.com. There's some amazing um, options for you as well to springboard your business into the future, into the next level. Um, And uh, you can learn all about that at blackfridaymlm.com as well. So anyway, guys, we appreciate you. We love you all immensely. Um, If you found value in this, scroll down below, leave a five-star rating, leave a review, and I'm really excited for you. So hope you have an amazing day. Talk to you soon. (laughs) you <laughs>